Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today on the Anthony Murphy Podcast, we are talking to Jared Brown. Uh, situated on the Central Coast, Jared owns uh, Base, which is a mind and movement fitness center. Also, one of the co-founders of Bridge the Gap, which is a program for young men. And we talk about meditation, we talk about business, we talk about self-awareness, we talk about health, right? Like we go deep on those topics uh, around how to get the best out of yourself, right? How to be a high-performance individual, uh, you know, the importance and the benefits of meditating and just taking time to yourself. We also talk about the upcoming Ironman that he is training for. So lots and lots covered in this episode. As I said, we go deep on a couple of very important topics. So uh, I want you to tune in, listen to this one, and then let us know what your takeaways are. The episode's coming right up next. Mr. Jared Brown, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you for having me, mate. I'm really, uh, really excited. I haven't been on a podcast for a while, so um, it's really good to be with. We had Bridget out podcast. We got Bases podcast. It's really good to be on the other end. Um, you don't feel like you have a lot of pressure. It was not pressure going into it, but you feel like when it's storytelling. I was like, do I have to prep anything? I was like, no, nah, I don't, because it is my experiences. So, and you already know those experiences. So, yeah. I'm really excited, mate. 100%. I was going to say, you're definitely no stranger to a podcast, mate. So, um, And we'll get into more detail around that, around your shows, um, why that all started. Um, but, mate, super, super keen to have a chat. This is basically one of the first um, interviews uh, that I've had since we basically rebranded this show. And as I just mentioned before we hit record, um, I really wanted to take this show um, and have people on where we could go that uh, that next layer deep, right? So it's always been around, this show's always based around young people, entrepreneurship, starting a business, bit of marketing, that sort of stuff. But I really wanted to basically open up the conversation a lot more um, and be able to talk much more around the, the human side of things, the heart side of things, uh, the mental side of things as well. And I know that's a, that's a space that you do a lot of great work in both just for yourself personally, but also for other young people out there as well. So super, super keen to get into that. But before we kick it off, mate, can you give us, um, you know, the cliche podcast, 30-second uh, wrap of uh, who Jared Brown is, mate? Take it away. So I am a kid that is on the spectrum of autism, Asperger's, and my name's Jared Brown. I live on the Central Coast. Um, through my schooling life, schooling wasn't the thing for me, um, and it actually stems from a lot of, there's a lot of trauma around that actually um, and insecurity, but I left school. Um, I was chasing a football dream. Um, the football dream didn't go ahead due to injury, but everything in life happens for, for a particular reason. Um, we can only connect those dots looking backwards. And um, looking back now, it happened for a reason. I got into the health and fitness industry through um, what was originally called DMR, now BASE. Um, and I just started out as a, as a young lad, 19 year old, or that's 25 years ago. So it's not that long ago, but once you get into business, you just feel like you've been in it for, for so long. It's so many years. And five years ago, I started the business. Um, I was doing my cert three, cert four and training people for five bucks. And I was just doing these sweaty Saturday sessions. Um, the old times where Facebook organic reach was through the roof. So you could get as many people to yeah. these events as you could. And, and it's only five years ago, but that's how much the world of digital, the digital world has changed over that time. Um, and just build that business based off, I, I really believe it was the first thing the Central Coast had seen from a younger, from a younger generation perspective. Mm -hmm. I had like my older clientele, yeah, for sure. But 
I don't feel like there was a young kid that was really just, I uh, was just full of energy. As I said, ADHD, um, I'm just full of, uh, full of energy. I crash and burn, but when I'm on, I'm on it. And I feel like what that did was that attracted a really niche young demographic. And um, we grew from there and we, we, we went, we got, we got to 150 members, um, which wow. is great. Financially, the success was through the roof, but yeah. mentally, mentally, um, I was a 22 and a half year old that was like, is this my life? And if this is the case, like, I don't like, I can't be fucked really. Like in all honesty, and I don't know if excuse my French, um, but um, yeah. And from there, I, I sort of went through a bit of a lull period and um, I found personal, personal growth, self-discovery, I guess. And some people could say it's at a fairly young age and I don't, I think age is a big thing and it's we just spoke off air someone that uh, is a huge mentor in my life that you know is jack delosa and he often speaks about people don't realize he's only 32 yeah. uh, and it feels like he has so much wisdom i don't really go off age i go off experiences and i go off um where i feel now i feel i'm 24 yeah from a numbers perspective but i've been in business for five years so i've seen huge success and i feel like i'm feeling like i'm quite a lot becoming quite aligned to who i am and that all started from simply going for a walk, that personal discovery journey and just making a walk a priority. And then from one thing that led to the other thing. And then, um, yeah, I, we've sort of rebranded. I've got Bridge Gap, which we'll, we'll dive deeper into all of this. And uh, here I am at 24, still trying to understand where I'm heading in this world, still trying to understand where my value lays mm. and, and um, some of the opportunities that we won't get into, but we spoke off the air is like these opportunities coming up for me personally is, is I guess it's like a moving piece of the puzzle and it's understanding where these puzzle pieces and I'm not, I'm not, I grew up a religious person and I have faith in God, but I'm a, I'm a very spiritual person. I've become I'm journaling, meditating, um, yoga and soul. Like I'm really big on soul. Yes, yes. And I think we have this intuition and we have this inner voice that speaks to us every single day. And it's our ability to shine some self-awareness on that little voice and let that voice be the guide for our life. Let that voice be the navigator. And I'm just going through a really great little navigation phase. Like I'm enjoying the process of understanding myself. Mm, mate, like literally everything that you've described there, like it is the quintessential you know you are the quintessential perfect guest that i want to have on this show and in future episodes right um and if it makes you feel any better i turned 32 this year so when i compare myself to jack delosa <laughs> it's like wow i've got a long way to go um but mate look so central coast uh born and bred um you know you and for anybody who knows you online knows you in person like you have a lot going on mate like at at, at 24 to have achieved the things that you've achieved already, um, to have the level of self-awareness that you have, uh, which is something I want to get into as well. Um, but where do you think, like, you must have a fair amount of drive, right? Now, we're, you know, you've mentioned ADHD and all that sort of stuff, which, I mean, I think these days people, um, you know, reconcile the fact that for... You know, that's almost a blessing sometimes to have that kind of that trait that's kind of built into you that <clears throat> really gives you that that drive and that determination. Do you feel like like where do you get that from? Do you think? So it's so interesting. Like when I first started in business, so when I was younger, um, 
when I started DMA, DMA, there's a name to it, it's Damon Mark Roberts. So when I was younger, my cousin, um, my, my little brother, first cousin was actually murdered by his own mum. So that was my, wow. and that's where I started DMA from was that motivation from that. So I was very like, start a business. I was very motivation in very motivation, very motivation. Mm. It's so funny. I don't actually see motivation is, is irrelevant to, to me now. I don't really, I don't spend much time thinking about motivation there yeah. has been times in Ironman journey lately where I've needed motivation or, you know what I mean? That to get me to do something, but it's so funny as we evolve ourselves, we understand that um, we can go as deep as we want, but we understand that a lot of our decisions comes from a deeper layer within ourselves. And it's like, I feel like if we made understanding ourselves, the priority, we would, we wouldn't need, motivation so like i know my values right and yeah to be honest with you bro i like there would be times where i feel like i lack drive like there would be times where oh, don't I look, we all you know what i mean and there would be times where i look at like a a nick bear over in the us who's doing his iron man and he's creating a massive business i'm like wow like he's there and i and i often compare which is a really really uh weakness of mine is is latching and attaching onto comparison but mm. It's funny, I, I feel like if we understood ourselves and we understand our values and we understand the key habits and routines and rituals in our life that allow us to be the best that we can be, I think we'll find that like, it's not a sense of drive and needing drive. It's more of an understanding of ourselves and how we, how we become most, like how we thrive, how we become most fulfilled. And I think, like you said, it's connecting those pieces. So. Like the Ironman journey, yeah, it was like a harsh one. And to be quite frank, it is, it is, it is tough. And, you know, there are quite a lot of things going on, but it's all in congruent. It's to who I am and it's in alignment mm. to who I am. So yeah. like, it doesn't seem like, which last week was a tough week for Ironman, but besides that, it doesn't seem like it's, it's just a huge chore. Yep. Feels like it's kind of the next natural step, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I mean, you also said earlier, like, um, you know, school wasn't for you, but correct me if I'm wrong. You, you know, nowadays you would spend lots of time learning, educating yourself, you know, going deep on different topics. So it's not so much, um, that's, that's another thing too, which I'm fascinated about is, is putting in the work, um, and having the ability to, um, educate yourself to a much higher level, right? So, again, you said school wasn't for you, but nowadays, mate, you would be diving into all sorts of stuff, right? Self-improvement, business, marketing. Am I right? Yeah, like I spend... When you first head into the self-discovery world, you I feel like the self-help work can be a blessing and it can also be a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because... There's a lot of self-help people out there and gurus and I, what, what, I, what I'm tending to find a really good balance, what I've been describing to people is balancing both Eastern and Western philosophies and understanding like your Jordan Petersons and then your Eckhart Tolle's. Let's just use that mm-hmm. as the pure um, yeah. polarity, like a complete opposite ends of the spectrum. And I'm finding value in the Jordan Petersons about responsibility and worth and aiming where you want to go. But then I'm understanding that presence, calmness, awareness, and if we actually realize like I get quite, um, I'm not massive on like 
driving podcasts if I don't want to listen to the podcast. I don't just listen to the podcast for the sake of acting like I can tick off another fucking habit for the week. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, what's your intention behind doing it? And is it, because if you drive a pen and a paper, I reckon that most of humanity can answer their own questions if they have a little bit of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's huge. It's huge. And look, let's circle back to that um, because I want to touch on basically what you have going on right now. So um, started the gym and that has become base now, right? But a uh, key point to make is like the title, like the tagline on your digital assets is like a, what is it? A motivation and movement hub, right? Mind and movement hub, right? So, so talk to me about that. Talk to me about the business, what it's about, and, and why have why does it have that kind of a slogan attached to it? So it's a it's a very uh, interesting last six months, seven months in business. It's um I'm in a new role, like I'm more of a leader now. For yeah. when we saw the biggest success, it was it was all me, but stuttered and running around like a headless truck. Now it's like. So we started base out of dissatisfaction with the way that gyms and supplement companies approach well-being. Sure. And I, I, I've been around the entourage. I, I, I'm a member of the entourage. I know business. I, I know how to emotionally get people to buy your product. Yeah. And unfortunately, the emotionally way to buy people's products is, hey, uh, we'll help you lose 10 kilos in 10 weeks and that will be it. And mm. I've seen through thousands of people doing challenges and doing programs and running them myself, which at the time I thought was doing a good thing. And it's so hard because it is, you are helping people build momentum in their life and you can't spoon feed everyone. But where it came from was I really don't like and appreciate the way that gyms and supplement companies market themselves in order to make a buck. Yep. Um, yep. And it's been it's been really hard because our message isn't sexy. It doesn't come and get shredded. Mm. The thing that I hate, mate, is you run a let's use a five week challenge for example. Yeah. People attach a, a finish line on their health and well being by seeing a five week journey. There's no finish line to your health and well being. Yeah, it's, that's it's right. A daily, it's a daily thing. Yeah. And what was happening is people were losing their lives in order to achieve this goal. So what they were doing is if you look at your values and one of your values is progression, yeah, you're great. You tip that progression goal off. But if one of your values was family, you've completely isolated yourself and haven't even gone out for dinner and seen your family. Yeah. So it's like we're trying to find the balance between well-being. Well-being is like living a life without stress, with fulfillment, with thriving and having all of these balls in the air Yep. driving at the same time not putting your life on hold to fulfill this goal end up being a zombie in the last two weeks of this challenge having no energy in your system and yeah. then turning up to your to to your family and having nothing to give them and mm. that's where i was super passionate about changing this as you can hear it in my voice was that um me and my now business partner andrew we wanted to create something and what we did when we first started that we we're probably a little bit too harsh on the mind brain inside of things okay. um, we had a really good guy called i don't know if you're familiar with him today frank he did our branding right um, he's yep. a guy in sydney um and he did a really really good job it was originally an acronym so it's b-a-c-e yep. um and our and our mission is to connect the dots between movement and mind uh, movement and mind to help you make the transformation you see from inside out mm. so what we've done and what we're trying to create is we're in the long game we want to create a really big 
good brand around this business. Like from what you see is what you get. You know what I mean? It's not, there's no, yeah. there's no difference. So our customer journey now, if someone new is coming in, what they see on the front end is what they'll get in their onboarding phase, is what they'll get in their training, is what they'll get in everything. Love and it. that's that's pure alignment across the across the picture. And when we first started, we were struggling and we're only just starting to build some momentum now around our our, our presence, I guess, is because we were going like self-development, 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 self-development. And what yeah. I didn't understand was that, Jared, it actually took you five years, to four years to get to this point of self-awareness. Mm. You're trying to speak to people that haven't even read a, read a, read a self-awareness book in their life. Yeah, so exactly. it was, it was, it was, it's now creating a product and a, and a facility and a community. And my business partner made a really good point. He was like, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of Gymshark, not because of their clothes, but because of their brain and Ben Francis. Yeah. And yeah. they've actually turned the tide with health and fitness that when you wear Gymshark, you feel like you're a part of a community. And yeah. what my business partner said, he, he goes, it's not the product, it's the message and the community that we drive that drives everything. Our product in our bottom funnel, our, at the bottom of the funnel is currently a gym membership. That's yeah. when no, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But our message and what we stand for and our language and our values is what creates that. And over a period of time, I, I, I have a lot of confidence in our team to remold and reshape and, and try and change the way what we believe is the right way and and there's going to be biased opinions and this is my own biased opinion is what we believe is the most way to get the most of like to effectively have the best life from a vitality perspective from a from a well-being perspective so it's been a really fascinating journey getting this message out into the marketplace and i feel like i just did a focus group with something like eight members last friday and it was it was it was really emotional, like I nearly cried reading the answers to understand that every human being goes through pretty much one of these, two of these, three of these self, they lack self-love, they mm -hmm. lack independence, they lack um, accountability, um, they, they feel like they're not doing enough and they have no purpose. Yeah. And what you'll yeah. find is a lot of people suffer with comparison with all these things and it's universal. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we're just trying to shed some light on it and and it's hard because a lot of people may not be willing to to be vulnerable enough to step into a community yep. that promotes that. Yeah, 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 and look deep. And I think um, community is is massive, and it's definitely something that that you're building uh, brand and community, right? So like. Um, I talk with a lot of people around like, you know, the importance of brand. A lot of people talk about the importance of brand, but it, it's, yeah, it's not just the brand. It's, it's the messaging. It's what you stand for. It's what you stand against. And that is what, especially these days is really drawing people into a community. That's how you build a community because yes, your product at the end of the day is a gym membership and there's thousands upon thousands of different gyms, but it's, it's the experience, right? It's it's the it's the community. It's what you stand for and against that make people choose that gym membership over anything else. Um, and if people can take that into their well, it, just their life or their, their business, um, then that's going to really hold them in good stead because that is your point of difference, right? It's what sets you apart, um, and it's what you can offer to people. So, mate, how much how much time does that sort of take up in your schedule, like base these days? 
Like what portion of the week or the day? Probably from a, uh, an action working perspective, not as much as what every entrepreneur thinks about the business. Yeah. Um, but and that's not a bad thing. It's, 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 yeah, it takes up a lot of time. Um, it takes up a lot of time. And I'm certainly not doing the roles that I see myself in the future doing. Like yeah. it's just a, it's a temporary thing. Yeah. Um, and just building a team. So yeah, a, a, a lot of my time, like 80% of, 80% of my time. Um, cool, cool. But yeah. Because the reason I asked that is um, not only do you have base, but you also have bridging or bridge the gap. So tell us about that because that's obviously something else that takes up a lot of your time, yeah? Yeah, it's funny. We sort of lost, during COVID, we lost, we had granny, we still do to a certain degree. We had grandiose ideas of developing an app for, for men, um, awesome. for men to uh, have the questions in which we struggle with the most, um, I guess, answered for us, like dealing with a breakup, setting up the future, all these yeah. things that men struggle with, or mm-hmm. like struggle with, but men in particular, we wanted to create an answer. And since then, we've sort of peeled it back a little bit, and we've sort of just gone community-driven on the coast. We had a we had a we have a podcast that we want to read night, which did very very well. We were very fortunate to have some some incredible guests, um, and we have a Facebook community group um, which has about three hundred and sixty men in there, and we get men posting in there, um, reaching out for help, um, for mm. for guidance, for support, um, yeah. for inspiration certain things so it's really moving so it doesn't take up a significant amount of time we have a couple of um events coming up um with uh sean weir from the shaka project um we have um a raw challenge for a, a guy that um unfortunately committed suicide one of his uh, friends reached out and wanted to do a collab i guess with us for that um yeah so yeah it's it's a it's not a it's we're not making any money off it it's just time that we're putting into mm. it at the moment it's a huge yeah. passion thing but we want to sort of keep the wheels spinning um because i actually believe bridging adapts brand got out more than what we believe it did um yep. i think we we had a couple of incidents a couple uh, a, t- a couple of weeks ago where there was like five or six people out of central coast that connected these dots through different conversations, which we'll hear in about Bridget App. And it sort of made me sit there and ponder about the time and the effort that we're putting into it. And I, and I spoke to my base business partner, which is the, my business partner in Bridget App plus Mitch. Um, so there's three of us in Bridget App. And I said to them, I said to Andrew this morning, I said, I don't think we understood the responsibility that we took on when we started this business. Um, mm. Yeah. Not that we need to make it a burden, but I, I really still don't believe we understand the power behind the brand and how much the power of the brand got out without us even pushing it that much because men are opening up to us in our, in our free social media, in our free mm. Facebook group. So it, yeah. must be, it must be pretty powerful. It's, yeah. um, it's a deep thing, particularly with what's going on in the world at the moment with, um, and I don't want to talk about this, but with the, with what happened in London with that girl. And I think men need this more more now than ever because I, and I, I empathize for men because the suicide rate through men are just astonishing. Mm. Um, and 
if we can have more men communities around where men feel comfortable enough to speak, I think you're going to find that a lot of the universal issues between men and women and men and men and ladies and ladies, I think you're going to find there's, there's, going, to, there's going to start to heal themselves yeah um, but i just don't think i think men are so traumatized from being this harsh masculine man that doesn't have any feelings or emotions and deep inside when he's driving by himself or when he's laying in bed by himself he hates himself he wants to kill himself he's upset he's depressed he's he's, mm. he's he doesn't know his worth you know because yeah. we can't we're not meant to express that vulnerability or that feministic nature that we all have in us yeah. as men. And I think as men, if we just express our feminine nature a little bit more, I think you'll find that a lot of our, a lot of our issues will, will the burden of those issues will, will, will uh, calm down a little bit. And if we can sit with ourselves and meditate and even hold your heart space, like it's not, it's not, homophobic to do that it's not a gay thing to do that it's not yeah. none of that it's, yeah. like it's 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 connecting with yourself like i meditate every day i do yoga i journal mm. i cry i go for a walk on in nature on wednesday afternoons like yeah. these are all ways to come back to ourselves and check in on ourselves and then mm. then it, i think i think it's for a male is really really um balancing that feminine and masculine nature yeah yeah, man, and and this is exactly why I wanted to uh, to have this chat with you because um, you know, you we can see that these underlying sort of themes and values um, it's it's in your everyday life, right? It's with base, it's with it's with the gym, it's with bridge the gap, right? That so you know, young men uh, support group doing things together, holding each other accountable, helping each other out, right? And then this area that i really wanted to dive into around um as you just mentioned some of the things that you know we know are super um important and i've done a lot of work on this probably over the past three years i think um so to add context for everybody who's listening or watching um what you mentioned there around there can be so much improvement in the world if men opened up more talked um, about what's going on for them internally with other people um, and had more self-awareness, self-care, all that sort of thing, right? So many problems would be solved and I, I completely agree with you. I think it's super, super important and we need to get the message out. Um, but in, in like doing a bit of uh, mental prep for this show, mate, I was thinking back and I'm like, right, so you know, meditation is something that I've only been um, focusing on and putting into practice probably in the last two years, Um and seeing massive benefits from it, and that's that's another that's another side of the story. But self awareness is something that has been um, with me probably even longer than that, right? So maybe the last between the last five to ten years in business, right? So I started my business, uh, you know, heading up towards five years ago now. And as you know, doing that, um, whole lot of responsibility, whole lot of learnings, whole lot of failings, whole lot of growth that happens, but. When I look back, right, we, we talk about these things now like um, meditation, self-awareness, self-care, mental health. These were the things that for me growing up, um, and tell me if it was similar for you, but it definitely wasn't a part of like our educational process or, you know, things that were talked around the family dinner table and all that sort of stuff, right? So schooling and, you know, education at home and all that sort of stuff revolved around the the practical, the numbers, the maths, the history, that sort of thing. But 
looking back now, I can see there's a really big gap around mental health, being able to control your emotions, being, um, you know, the importance of meditation and not just meditation, like not in like the woo-woo sense, but just stopping and just taking stock for a minute um, and just trying to, uh, you know, decompartmentalize and just get all of your thoughts in order so that it's not that constant barrage all the time that we've talked about. So tell me, mate, does that, does that kind of resonate with you? Mm, I think it comes down to two things. Unfortunately, I don't feel like our parents knew any better. And the second thing is I actually don't believe the schooling system actually benefits anyone. <laughs> to totally, agree. Um, totally agree. I think it benefits the very minute people from a, from an intellectual perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. It benefits from that end, but it puts people into a box and I'm not going to go into conspiracy theories, but I feel like the world is going through a shift and an awakening at the moment. And I feel like there's people that want to um, downgrade and mute consciousness, human yes. consciousness, because yes. there is power in human consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, schooling wasn't for me. I, I have experienced, I was doing a bit of, um, you could say coaching, life coaching, um, for one of my members' sons, who's actually autistic, and um, just helping him get a bit of an understanding. Um, I feel like boys, a, a particular male, um, feel safe by me. Um, yeah, they just do um, because yep. I'm willing to open up. And um, I went up to his school, and I got invited to go to um, his. They go to the, he goes to this sports school, this soccer school, and their syllabus is designed around. Um, finding out more about themselves, time management. So they're actually not a governmental syllabus. It's not. It's more about um, time management, understanding um, what you're passionate about, doing a project every term about something that you're passionate about and delivering cool. it in a presentation. Yep. And when I looked at that, I was like, I spoke to the teacher. I was like, I'm in absolute awe. Like, I wish I had this. Like, mm. school is six periods of... 45 to 55 minute on average with a five minute gap in between. You don't even have time to process what you just did for 45 or 50 minutes. Mm. Your, your energy is, is scattered. Your mind is scattered. You have five minutes to get to the next class. Yeah. And if you're doing sport, I was on the surf life saving. I was waking up at 4.30 a.m. going for a swim and in the afternoon and then doing ball training in the afternoon. So I was pooped. Like, yeah. I just don't think... I just feel like it puts people in a box and unfortunately what then happens is it, it, it fucks with people's confidence Mm. that when they come out to make a decision on their career, they think within the box. So they turn to a, a, and there's nothing wrong with any of these things about, there's nothing wrong with being a nurse. There's nothing wrong with being a tradesman. I'm not saying don't be any of those. I'm saying no, Find what you love doing and what you truly want to do, whether it's a challenge or not. And don't let the marks at school that you got dictate the future that you want to have for yourself. And I feel like, you know, yep. and I feel like a lot of kids don't, they just have had the, their confidence wiped out of them mm. for the ones that didn't um, excel at, at school. And when it comes to making, I was speaking to a guy that's doing my videos for the Ironman and we do a trade off. I help him with sort of business coaching getting started and I said I think 
I think if people can look after their well-being and people can align themselves to their purpose a little bit more, I think yeah. they're two significant. I think they're two significant areas in their lives, mm. and they both go hand in hand. Because if your well-being's thriving and your health and health is looked after, you're in a physiological state to make better decisions based on where you want to head. Hundred percent. If you're thriving in your career, you're going to be thriving with your health and well-being. Like they sort of go hand in hand. So. If there's two things that people can take away from this podcast, I would be like, look at your health and well-being. Is it looked after? And are you doing your purpose? Or are you doing something that is in alignment to yourself? Or you wake up hating going to what you're doing? Yeah. Um, and I think if people can look after those two pillars in their life, I think you're going to find that a lot more humans will thrive. Yeah, I mean, like if if you don't have your health, what do you have, right? Like you can't you can't run yourself into the ground or or neglect your health and expect to be happy, successful, um, have a great family life, all that sort of stuff, right? But so often, I think like the hustle, the hustle, literally that word, uh, and the grind and just everyday life means that everybody is going at such a frantic pace. And this is the same for for young people, like you know, school and you know, VCE and graduating and uni and all this sort of stuff like that's it's really intense for people, right? Um, and we all just kind of keep crashing through every day, crashing through every year. The pace just keeps going, going, going. And we never take that time to sort of stop and look after ourselves. Um, and one thing for me in having started a business and growing a business and all the responsibilities that come with that, um, I'm really conscious of trying to be you know, a high performance individual. And I'm sure that's sort of something that resonates with you as well, right? Um, and that is why meditation, um, you know, health, eating well, good family life, all that sort of stuff has a really, has a much higher importance now for me than let's say five years ago, because I know that high performance isn't achievable unless you have all those sort of checks and balances in place. Yeah, for sure. Like, if we both shut our eyes right now and we do a deep breath through our nose and then we exhale and we come back, we already feel reconnected to ourselves. It's so simple, mate. It's so simple. And, you know, your 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 nervous system and everything just gets that second to relax, you know. And that's, that's what, like, I'd love to have... Um, you know, a really deep conversation around just like meditation and stuff with with people. But some people still think of you know the whole term of meditation or anything that's sort of around mindfulness is still like woo-woo and a bit weird but like think of think of <laughs> go my challenge back on that is why can't you sit with yourself for 10 minutes 100 why why are you avoiding time with yourself what are you are you nervous that things on the surface what makes you uncomfortable? Yeah. yeah. Why do we yeah. turn to our why do why do we turn to our phone and alcohol and drugs as a band-aid mm. effect to our emotions? Yeah. So it's like if someone says to me, I can't sit still because we do two minutes of meditation after every session, we we actually we actually neglected two minutes off our main set now mm. um, yeah. to to do two minutes of breath and meditation. It's not even meditation, it's just reconnecting to ourselves. Yeah. And there was a lot of resistance to it from some people at the start, and now everyone loves it, but my challenge to that is why can't you sit still for two minutes yeah what are you are you nervous that all of your shits are on the surface yeah yeah and it's like that's not a bad thing like no that needs to happen yeah yeah 100 mm. because that's driving all of your actions every single day that stuff that surface and suppressed are you familiar with um the rapper uh the singer ns 
No. When you get off, message me after this. If anyone's listening, listen to the song NF The Search. He goes, um, he goes, we've all got something that we're trapped inside trying to suffocate until you're hoping it dies. And it's so mm, true. We've all yeah. got things that are going on with this, in the eternal world that we all try and suppress it. And then yep. it, you, we don't actually realize that that's driving every single thing of our behavior. Every time we rip on someone, which I am, am still a critic of people, it's only a reflection of what I don't love within myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, every 100%. time we judge someone, every time we do something like that, it's it's actually an opportunity to reflect back on you, what you haven't healed within yourself. And yeah. that's where the self-awareness game can become challenging because when you become self-aware, you pick up on all of your bullshit mm. and you start to, it's like you have two minds. You are not your mind. That is your ego. You are, you need to look at yourself from a higher place and observe 100%. the ego. You need to observe the thoughts. And once you can come back to that breath, like we said, like coming back to that breath, like in meditation is that anchor point of for you to come back to yourself, for yeah. you to remove that ego, to, to clear it out. And what I, um, what I, um, what I had an analogy was, was um, the rad in like a creek or a lake analogy. And it's like, when we go throughout our day, we, we have a rag out and it captures shit and bullshit and trauma and, and, and suffering. And every time we, Every time we meditate, we dip it into the lake or we dip it into the washing machine and we just clean it a little bit more. We yeah. just try and clean it a little bit more. Love that. Um, and I think the more that we can sit with ourselves for five minutes and the thing that people do wrong in meditation, they think they shouldn't have a thought. So then they think the thought and they, they get overcomplicated <laughs> yeah. with it. Like, oh, yes. I'm, I, I can't I'm thinking, do it. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. It's like, don't worry about not thinking. Just observe the thought, accept the thought, come back to the breath and go, I'm back on myself. Yeah. And then don't judge it. Just observe it. Mm. Don't don't mm. be it. Just observe mm. it. Just watch it. And then yeah. just come back to that breath. And you'll find that through that, you'll become a far more conscious and self-aware human being. Yeah. And I think like for me, it you know, when I look at it, it just makes so much practical sense to me now that, you know, you can't go to the gym 24-7, right? Like you need time to rest, recover. You need sleep. You need holidays. You need time off. And your brain and your mind need that as well. And it's just not a part of, you know, a high percentage of the population's day-to-day. And I think that's where there's so much improvement um, in people's quality of life that can just come from that. Just stop, take five minutes, slow your breathing. And yeah, it's not about not thinking. It's just about just being, um, you know, just being centered, just looking after yourself, giving your brain a a second to switch off. You're going to feel so much better. So yeah, yeah, 100%. Just be, and a lot of us just want to do, 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 do. And I'm a, I, I do that all the time. It's like I need to really rope myself back in and make, I need to really, really set my, my key rituals and routines in my week that I, I can't miss them. Like I didn't want to, I don't, don't want to really want to go for a walk this afternoon. I'm just not pulled to it. I'm like, there's a part of my ego that says you've got so much work to get done, but it's like, I know how much I'll get out of it with walking with no music, no nothing for 30 minutes in nature, like just going up up to a local mountain that we have around the corner. And it's like, I need to stay true to those. And you Mm. need to stay true to those key rituals and habits because that allows you to ultimately continue at the intensity that you want to continue at without burning out. Yeah. hundred percent. And I mean like full transparency from me too. Like I, 
I have struggled for quite a long time with um, prioritizing exercise over getting another hour of work done, right? Um, so I've got young family at home, uh, you know, business that's growing. Um, and for me, it's definitely the, the struggle between having the habit of exercising regularly, maintaining your health, as opposed to getting that extra bit of work done. But it's super apparent to me now that you can put in the extra hour of work for a week, a couple of weeks, a month. But if you've neglected your health, it gets to the point where you're, or I anyway, feel so lethargic, sluggish, you know, my brain's cloudy. And <clears throat> the, the time that I'm doing, the time that I'm spending doing the work instead of exercising is completely, um, you know, it's just useless, unproductive, exactly. And, and it's so apparent these days, I'm just like, wow, I need to get out and go for a run, like move my body. Um, so that's just, yeah, that's just something that I'm, I'm working on and uh, it's just super apparent to me now how important it is. Mm, definitely. Nah, it, it's, I, uh, I uh, make sure, so Wednesday to Thursday morning, I do like a midweek switch off. So I go from 4.30 today, I don't have kids, so I don't need to worry about coming home to kids. So I'm very fortunate in that aspect at the current time. I want mm. kids and I, so I'm just going to make time, make the most of it while I don't. Yeah, yeah. I go for a walk on a Wednesday from 4.30 and I, I sort of turn off my app. So I actually delete my apps and I just re-download them tomorrow. Yeah. And then Thursday morning I do yoga and then I won't touch work from the 4.30 on the Wednesday through to the 9 o'clock on the Thursday. And what that finally is, because I feel like entrepreneurs load up top heavy on the Monday and Tuesday. They do a lot, mm. a lot of stuff on Monday and Tuesday that their Friday is really useless, quite useless. Yeah, um, yeah. This is sort of the midweek re-engagement point for me to to thrive back end of the week too. So I find that that re-centers me and re-drowns myself quite well. Yep. No, I love that. That's a really good tip. I think, um, yeah, I mean, that just sort of comes back to like, you know, pacing yourself again, doesn't it? What, um, what other kind of habits or like um, things do you do, mate, to kind of help you get the most out of yourself and, and get the most out of life? So journaling is a, is a key one. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't done it as much lately because I'm so uh, my I'm spending about 14 hours a week at the moment training for an Ironman. So once I finish that, I'll probably have an extra eight hours a week. But I would I used to go down to Teradore and I'll re-engage that soon. Um, swim every morning out to a can that's about 100 meters out and what I would do is I'd do a pin drop down to the bottom and I'd just sit on the bottom of the ocean floor for 10 seconds, but it's just no thought comes in. It's, it's stillness. It's quiet. So yeah. swimming in the ocean, going for a walk with nature once a week, doing yoga once a week. And then your dailies are, uh, your dailies are meditation um, and, and journaling. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably it really. Love that. Love that, mate. Hey, before we wrap up, talk to us about this Ironman, mate. Why, uh, why the Ironman? Um, so there's a guy over in America called Nick Bear and uh, I watched his vlogs and I was really, really, really inspired. And I'm sort of someone that takes action when I feel it the most. I won't procrastinate on it. Like it's like, do it. And I do signed it. up for it. Last year it got cancelled. So I've been, I feel like I've been training for it for 18 months now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm six weeks away. Um, and I wanted to do it to reveal the parts of me that weren't revealed before um and through challenge comes growth and i've really noticed last week was a really hard week um just mentally i just wasn't eating right for my nutrition like i wasn't eating enough my 
My mm-hmm. eyes were bloodshot. I was, my immune system was starting to cave in on me. Like weekends at the moment, like this weekend, I'm doing 115K ride on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm doing a 22 kilometer run. So yeah, well, that's, it, that's every weekend. Um, yeah. And I wanted to do it to see what I was capable of um, to build discipline back in my life. So I felt like I lost it there at points, but it was also to uh, to help me grow as a human, as a mm. as a boyfriend, as a business owner, and to understand that. Um, and I've been really thankful and fortunate enough that it's actually inspired some people along the way to tick off certain goals of theirs. Um, yeah, because it, it is a challenge. It is a beast. It is a it is a mammoth of an event, and it's not the twelve hours of the event. It's the training. Like it is a lot of training to get done. Like yeah. So far this week, I've already done 15 kilometers of running and about 70 k's of bike riding plus a swim and a strength session. And it's yeah halfway through Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's good. It, it's um I think what it does, it makes me see what I'm capable of. And, and I think I, I read a book recently called Strive and it talked about Olympic athletes and ex-sports stars and how they lose themselves when they retire because we don't realize that the striving towards what we want to achieve is actually the process and actually everything. That's all it is. Yeah, it's the journey. Yeah, it's the journey that we actually appreciate, but it's the it's the journey that we either um, quit on. Yeah. Um, and I think if we once we realize that it's the journey that it's that all that matters, um, we realize that yeah. So when I finish this Ironman, I'm sort of interested to see what I want to spend my attention on. I'm, I'm thinking about maybe doing more yoga and doing like five days of yoga a week because like that's a really good challenge for the ego yeah (laughs) the yoga is the study of the self through the self to the self so you know when you don't want to drop a knee because your ego doesn't want you to be judged like that's a challenge so there's so many different styles of challenge and this isn't me saying everyone should do an ironman it's like your challenge could be a five kilometer run Mm. your challenge could be not drinking for a week your challenge something just yeah find something that allows you to grow and that you can strive for and um i guess put time and effort into that and like i'll be frank once i finish iron man i'm going to take some time off training because i just want my my life back essentially like i want a little bit more free time and when you run a gym and you you put together an epic crossfit workout that you love and you're like i can't do it accidentally watch (laughs) yeah you get a bit of fomo because yeah got such an amazing community there that they again behind each other and you're like yep i'm just gonna go for my bike ride by myself <laughs> so <laughs> i'm looking forward to getting back into it with the crew that's for sure that'd be awesome mate look and um you know you definitely have a super solid community around you mate because um even just just the past couple of days you you put a uh just a quick little snip up on Instagram stories the other day and basically just tagged me saying that you were keen to jump on the podcast. Didn't have anything about me except for my handle. And I've had like five, six, seven people from your direct community or who know you work with you just follow me on Insta. Like that, that really, really happens. Um, And that just goes to show that the people that you have in your circle and the communities that you're building and the communities that you have around you, um, super powerful. Um, You know, they're switched on, they're tuned in and, um, Mate, that's something to be proud of. So well done. Mate, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat, mate. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Where can uh, people find out more about yourself? 
Uh, Jared B1 on Instagram. Uh, Jared Brown over on uh, YouTube. You can sort of go back and watch the Ironman so far. We're, we're six, away, six weeks away from doing it. Um, for base, um, it is the handles is back to base. Um, mm-hmm. We're trying to we're trying to take that base, but uh, someone that doesn't even have their account active has. No, that. it's always the way. <laughs> I'm like, they don't even have their account active. No, I know. Um, uh, um, so anyway, it's back to base, and then for any of the guys, or I want to shout out as well to any girlfriends, parents that you feel like Bridge Adapt could be a community for men. Um, BTG today. Um, if you go on there, you can go through the link tree there. You can see our previous podcasts, and also you can jump into our free men's community um, where you can just feel like you're connected because we are one of the things that we want to do is expand on our run clubs expand on our sunday activities Mm. Um, so um, yeah they're sort of the handles so you've got the gym aspect you've got the men's aspect and then you've got me personally that you can uh, follow along with any of that stuff too Guys, do it. Go check it out. Uh, check out Jared's socials, everything that he's involved in. Definitely worth your time. Lots of value. Mate, love the conversation today. We'll have to get you back on the uh, on the show in the future. And uh, all the best with the Ironman, mate. Thanks, bro. Thank you. So that's it for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you love the show, the greatest form of feedback you can give is to leave a review. It helps the show grow. It helps more people find it. And I would really appreciate that. Head over to anthonygmurphy.com where you'll find all the show notes and links for today's episode. And if you just want to stay up to date with me and see what I'm up to, head over to Instagram, anthonygmurphy, and say g'day. And I will talk to you in the next episode.